1: In political history. We love! Just got fighting. Keep fighting, God wins. We love-
0: Good morning. Good morning, Mr. President. Good morning, Madam Ambassador, who is with us this morning, Madam Ambassador. (laughs) Ambassador Makarova. Mr. President, it is my honor to present to you the Congress of the United States, which has great respect and admiration and appreciation for your courageous leadership. Members of Congress, I have the high privilege and distinct honor of presenting to you the President of Ukraine, Vladimir Zelensky. Slava Ukraina. Slava Ukraina. Glory to heroes. My colleagues, Slava Ukraina. Slava Ukraina. Glory to heroes. Thank you very much. Madam Speaker, members of the Congress, ladies and gentlemen, Americans, friends. I'm proud to greet you from Ukraine, from our capital city of Kyiv, a city that is under missile and airstrikes from Russian troops every day. But it doesn't give up. Have not even thought it for a second. Just like many other cities and communities in our beautiful country, which found themselves in the worst war since World War II, I have the honour to greet you on behalf of the Ukrainian people, brave and freedom-loving people who, for eight years, have been resisting the Russian aggression. Those who give, those who give their best sons and daughters to stop this full-scale russian invasion right now the destiny of our country is being decided the destiny of our people whether ukrainians will be free whether they will be able to preserve their democracy russia has attacked not just us not just our land not just our cities it went on a brutal offensive against our values basic human values it through tanks and planes against our freedom against our right to live freely in our own country choosing our own future against our desire for happiness against our national dreams just like the same dreams you have you Americans just like anyone else in the united states i remember your national memorial in rushmore the faces of your prominent presidents those who laid the foundation of the united states of america as it is today democracy independence freedom and care for everyone for every person for everyone who works diligently who lives honestly, who respects the law we in Ukraine, want the same for our people. All that is normal part of your own life. Ladies and gentlemen, friends, Americans, in your great history, you have pages that would allow you to understand Ukrainians, understand us now when you need it right
1: All right, I've had enough of listening to Zelensky address the United States Congress this morning because all I heard was him using our past, using quotes that we've used in our past, using times that we have had in our past, like Pearl Harbor, as talking points to make us feel so sorry For the mess that the Ukrainian government and the United States government put the people of Ukraine in to begin with so that we can, so that they can pull on our heartstrings, so that we can donate more of our taxpayer dollars and throw more of our men and women, children, grandkids, husbands, wives, brothers and sisters into their war. That's what I heard Zelensky doing this morning. Crying. And begging for more money from the United States taxpayer, crying and begging for more planes, crying and begging for us to start World War III by shutting down the skies in Ukraine. Long story short, he did the same thing in Canada yesterday when he addressed Canadian Parliament. Give us, give us, give us. I don't know, how about you call Joe Biden? Call Joe Biden. Call Joe Biden and get the billions of dollars that him and his crackhead son funneled through your country illegally with your help. How about we do that? How about instead of us continuing to give you money to secure your border, we take that money and secure our own border. We just gave you almost $14 billion and we couldn't even give Donald Trump $5 billion to build the wall? Sounds pretty weird to me. Sounds pretty sketchy to me. I don't think we should be giving them another dime. Now, folks, I know. I know that Rumble is not working this morning. Sometimes this happens. There's nothing that I can do about it. The good thing is, over the last year and a half, we have built a system in which you can watch the live show on many different platforms. It's absolutely terrible that Rumble is not working. Everything on my end is just fine. So you will have to go to Getter. Roku or Fire Stick, in order to watch today's show, I would assume that at some point it will catch up and be on Getter. This is a server problem they're having. Again, this is nothing that I can do about it. It really stinks, especially as we rely on those rumble rants to help pay uh, salary for the producer and the, the slurp fund, but it is what it is. Here we are, folks. We are up, we're running, and you can watch the show in many different places, Okay. Ann says, I'll just carry my phone around and get some work done while I wait, praying for Jeremy, Sabrina, and the children, Jeremy's mom, Eli, and all of you. Well, thank you so very much, but I would, but this is why you need to have Getter. For all you folks that are, are, are not getting Getter, there's really no reason for you not to get it. It's an amazing site with amazing patriots and people on it. A lot of people still can't get on Truth Social, including myself. Go to Getter or download the Roku app or watch it on your Roku TV or your Fire Stick. You can get it. There and I do apologize for what's going on, but that is what I heard Zelensky addressing Parliament or addressing uh, Congress, and of course, Congress standing on their feet for this corrupt guy, standing on their feet, calling this corrupt administration in Ukraine a hero when really he's no different than Vladimir Putin himself. They're both liars, they're both scumbags, they both treat people like they are tyrants, and you're gonna come to our country. You're going to come to our country and beg us for money to help you get out of a situation that we don't belong in to begin with. And the only reason that we do belong there is because our elected officials have put us in there so they could make billions of dollars and rake in money uh, very uh, in a corrupt way. No, I do not support giving you any money. No, I do not support putting my fellow countrymen and women in harm's way by sending them to fight your war. No, it's not happening. It's not happening. I don't agree with it, and I don't agree with giving you any more money. We just gave you $14 billion. Why don't you go do something with that? Why don't you go do something with that? Let's go over to um let's go over to getter and do some shout outs. I'm gonna do some shout outs here on Rumble too. Joe Bo, how you doing? Good to see you, my friend. Looks like we've got a lot of people watching on Getter, so that's great. Lisa Naquin, good to see you. Darlene from Michigan, thank you very much. Larry Reha in the building, how you doing, my friend? Maria Robbins or Marie Robinson. Good to see you. Missy e says, Rumble isn't working. That's correct. Rumble is not working at the moment. We've seen this before. It always catches up 25, 30 minutes into the show. I don't know why it's like that, and I apologize. Lisa or Linda Conrad, Dana Wingo, good to see you. Joe Demers, thanks for joining in, my friend. Belinda, how are you? Roxy, thank you for joining in. Let's go back over to Rumble real quick. Give some shout-outs there because we know there's people there donating still, even though they can't see the show. So let's give some shout-outs. What's going on? Is there a show? Yes, there is a show. Nolan Wallace, Jeremy is on Rumble. Well, let's see if we're back. Nope, still don't see it. Uh, Jeremy, hello from Baltimore. You haven't shouted me out in forever. Victoria, how you doing? Good to see you. Big shout-out to you. Couple more here. Amy, how you doing? and <laughs> Robin says $2 dollar train. Yeah, you know what? I wish I could give you something for it, but I apologize for on Rumble's behalf. I'm on Rumble and there is nothing. Yes, we know. We are very aware of that. You know what we should do? How about we text right now the people at Rumble and I'll, I'll do it right while I'm on live with you. Let's see right now. I just texted the people in Rumble right now, my contact in Rumble, and I said, get it working now. Shout out lelor good to see you paulette producer Paulette TV producer. I can only watch here myself and Rumble must be having issues. well, you know what there's plenty of places to watch it. I hope you guys take uh I hope you guys take this opportunity to get those other uh places like getter so that you can watch the show and be part of uh something amazing. I know a lot of people are waiting for truth and it's just the way it is, and I do apologize Let's move over and start talking about the Lord folks this morning's newsletter was pretty powerful it said. Jesus prayed to God for you, specifically. That means everybody that I just called out, every name that I just said, Jesus prayed to God for you, specifically. Verse of the day comes from John 17, 20 through 24. It's a little lengthy, but it's for a good reason. John 17, 20 through 24. I'm praying not only for these disciples, but also... For all who will ever believe in me through their message. I'm not only praying for the disciples, but also for all who believe in me through their message. That means you. I pray that they will all be one just as you and I are one. As you are in me, Father, and I am in you. And may they be in us so that the world will believe that you sent me. I am given them I have given them the glory you gave me so they may be on so they may be one as we are one. I am in them and you are in me. May they experience such perfect unity that the world will know that you sent me and that you love me as much as and that you love them as much as you love me. Father, I want these whom you have given me to be with where I am then they can see all the glory you gave me because you loved me even before the world began. This is incredible because Jesus prayed to his father for future generations, for all of you who are listening to this message right now. Jesus prayed to his father in heaven specifically for you and how special does that make you feel? He knew his job was nearly complete and he knew he was about to suffer a horrible death of pain and torture and yet he still was thinking of you. Think of that this Easter when you watch The Passion of the Christ. This is one of the hardest movies to watch, and I hate watching him suffer. But we subject ourselves to this every Easter in my house because it's the least that we can do. We see it. We feel it. We feel the suffering and we feel the sacrifice And in doing so, we sacrifice something as well. However, we also see the glory in it. We see the wonderful and good news that it brings us today and forevermore. We see our Savior doing it for all of us. And that, my friends, is a miracle. And for that, we praise you, Father. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Please, ladies and gentlemen, join me in saying the Lord's prayer right now. Remove your hats if you're wearing one, and let's all pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. It's pretty powerful when you know that Jesus prayed for you. It's pretty powerful when you know that Jesus prayed for you. We just got a call here real quick. Alex on Rumbles. Let's see. Let's call Alex live on the show, shall we? Put it on speakerphone. I like doing this stuff. Hey, Alex, we're live actually right now, and you're on speakerphone to the world. Can you tell us what's problem? What the problem is? I mean, I don't know what the problem is. I was going to ask you if you had any error messages, but since you're live, then you're good. (laughs) No, no, we're live. We're just not live on Rumble for whatever reason. So I just answered the phone. Live on the show so so we could find out what's going on with Rumble. Everything's fine on my end. So we're just wondering why it's on that way on that end. So um if you need to get back to it, I'll let you get back to it. Did you get any messages with an error? No messages with no errors. Nope. People are live in the chat room. However, there's no picture. It's just the landing video. All right, we appreciate it, and, and, and uh, the reason why I brought you on live is to show people that we can actually reach out to Rumble and actually get things fixed, so thank you. Thanks. All right, bye-bye. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. Can't get on Rumble or your website. Well, that must be a problem on your computer. I'm sorry, because I'm on my website, and I'm looking at it right now. I, I apologize. I want to say happy birthday to Snap Dragons. God bless you. And I hope you have a wonderful birthday. We're going to get right into the show today because um, I've been distracted enough with Rumble not working. And I'm pretty much to the point where I got to just do the show at this point. So, for all those that are watching on Roku, Fire Stick, and Getter, put your cups up. Let's have our first slurp of the day. Here we go, folks. Tomorrow, Wisconsin House Speaker Robin Voss after being bombarded with emails, phone calls, complaints, and statements from the greatest president that ever lived, Donald J. Trump, has agreed to an an emergency election integrity meeting to discuss Michael Gableman's report and to discuss decertification of the Wisconsin 2020 election. Folks just that right there just me saying that right there is good news to start the day just saying that right there is good news to start the day. now the question is will he actually do anything about it well that remains to be seen but the good news is is that robin voss has agreed to an emergency election integrity meeting to discuss the report and to discuss decertification okay so let's get right into this story real quick justice gableman on, uh, on March 1st, the Wisconsin Assembly Committee on Campaigns and Elections held an informational hearing on the Gableman 2020 election report featuring invited speakers, special counsel, and former Supreme Court Justice Michael Gableman and attorney Eric Cardall. If you remember, we went to that live while it was happening. Okay? Justice uh, Gableman at that meeting disclosed during the hearing that nursing homes in the Zuckerbuck funded cities had a 95 to 100% turnout. And Mark Zuckerberg distributed $8.8 million to influence elections in five cities. This was clear voter fraud, and he proved that during the hearing. Okay? Now, ladies and gentlemen, the fake news media has refused to cover the Gableman report fairly. And as a matter of fact, CBS or ABC, I can't remember which one of the idiots, did a hit piece on it, trying to discredit a former state Supreme Court judge. After nearly two weeks and massive pressure to do the right thing, Robin Voss has finally agreed to a closed off the record meeting with experts. Now, that part I don't like. Everything should be out in the open, period, but we'll take what we can get. A public forum conference will be held at the meet at the end of the meeting and at an undisclosed location at the state capitol. So they're going to do a behind the door closed meeting first and then open it up to the public. So that the public can come and state their grievances and hopefully they're doing it at the same rate that people are calling and leaving them emails. Another press conference is planned for 9 p.m. in Plover, Wisconsin after a possible closed emergency GOP meeting called by Speaker Voss. Jefferson Davis with the Wisconsin Election Integrity um, Committee gave the following press release. We are looking forward to seeing you on Wednesday, March 16th, 10 a.m., ladies and gentlemen, at the state capitol with an election integrity expert and constitutional attorney to meet with Speaker Robin Voss and his team. Please check the office speaker's uh, phone number, which, by the way, somebody please put this in the chat. This is a phone number. Be ready with your fingers. 608-266-9171. Again, 608. 266-9171, to see where the closed meeting and public statement forum are being held at the conclusion of the meeting with Speaker Voss, which should be over sometime this morning. Okay? Um, Speaker Voss enthusiastically accepted the invitation of a caller to immediately meet with a group of election integrity and constitutional law experts on the Jay Weber show on February 18th. After nearly two weeks of repeatedly reaching out to the office of Speaker Voss to secure a meeting date, the Speaker's office accepted a negotiated agreement for a minimum of one-hour closed meeting, so that should be done by now. Well, it's, it's, not, it's not done by now because I'm, I'm speaking on East Coast time. So the meeting has just started, and it's 23 minutes in. So after this meeting that's going on currently, right now, um, hopefully he'll be able to engage with the public and tell people the results or the discussions that were had in that meeting. Now, Justice Gableman's interim election fraud report from March 1st clearly documents massive election fraud from November 3rd, 2020, and we even have a, uh, uh, the Racine County Sheriff Department asking the DA to charge the WEC with felony counts for crying out loud. I mean, come on. This isn't rocket science anymore. It's get your head out of your butt and get things done. That's the, That's what time it is. Get your head out of your butt and get things done. Now for all those still on rumble, we're still not there yet. I apologize. Hopefully we'll get some movement here as we're talking about this great news that's happening today in Wisconsin. Okay. Wisconsin residents are encouraged to attend the public state forum review, uh, forum to review a very small portion of thousands of preliminary election fraud receipts and consider the proven constitutional remedies afforded to the legislature to address electors that have been certified under fraudulent intent and purposes. That means time to bring them back, folks. Wisconsin residents will also be able to observe the Q&A exchange with members of the press and the media. The Republican Party of Wisconsin, Speaker Voss and Senator Lemieux have apparently called for an emergency closed meeting today and a press conference is planned immediately. After the closed door meeting, state rep Tim Rantham will provide evidence from his analysis and resolution to decertify the 2020 election. And U.S. congressional uh, candidate Josh Barnett will provide an additional memo to rebut false claims against decertification. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry that I didn't know this yesterday for the people of Wisconsin so that they could get there and be there and be a part of this, but this is how the media works. This is how the media works, folks. They want you to stay unengaged. They don't want you a part of their process. But we still have time, and you can still get out there if you are in the state of Wisconsin. I'm looking at some of your comments on, on Getter, and everybody's saying, I miss Rumble. So do I. I miss Rumble, too. I love it's our home. If we're not on there, then, then I feel that there's something wrong. The good thing about it is is that we are recording this video, and if it does not render at any time up on Rumble, I'll be able to put the show up there and you can still watch it. I know it's not the same as watching it live. I know we like to engage. I know we like to Rumble rant. I get it, but sometimes we just got to deal with what we deal with. you know And when you're not de- when, when you're not on you know YouTube and Facebook and all these billion dollar companies that don't have this stuff happen. Well, you're going to have to deal with this kind of stuff. Now, staying with the state of Wisconsin for a minute, that doesn't mean that Robin Voss is not a dirty, corrupt slime dog, and it doesn't mean that there aren't dirty, corrupt swamp donkeys and rhinos still in Wisconsin, because there is. Claire Woodall Vog is one of them. Now, you remember us talking about her many, many times in the past. Claire Woodall Vog. She defies and continues to defy state Supreme Court and will set up. Ballot drop boxes in Milwaukee for April primary. This is where we need to get sheriffs involved and start arresting these people. Okay? This is when we need to get the sheriffs involved and start arresting these people because in Wisconsin, you are no longer allowed to have drop boxes. But just like in the state of Arizona with Katie Hobbit, some people think they're above the law and some people are going to do what they want to do anyway. So if she does move forward with breaking the law, I call on any sheriff in the Milwaukee region to arrest representative Claire Woodall Vogg and jail her for violating state election law. We know that in Wisconsin, over 140,000 ballots for Joe Biden alone were dropped in Milwaukee last time. And that gave Joe Biden the lead. Okay. This tactic, this fraudulent tactic is referred to as the drop and roll. We talked about that last year. Okay. In August of last year, we also talked about an uncovered email to Claire Woodall-Vogg, the executive director for elections in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And in the email, the sender, Ryan Chu, from the election group said, damn, Claire, you have a flair for drama delivering just the margin we needed at 3 a.m. Remember this story? I bet you had those votes counted at midnight and you just wanted to keep the world waiting. Remember that? Miss Claire, by the way, again, is the executive director of the Election Commission of the City of Milwaukee. And they were laughing about her late night ball- ballot drop all night long. Now, you can find Miss Claire Woodall Vogg. You can find her on LinkedIn. You can find her on Facebook. You can find her on Twitter. But she was working alone late on the night of November 4, 2020 with the voting machines in Milwaukee. Her actions were caught on video. There was no one observing this committed leftist, or this, this stuff that was committed by this leftist, and she was working at night with the voting machines in Milwaukee. Okay? Now, ladies and gentlemen, she is um, vowing to continue with the drop boxes, and Wisconsin radio host Dan O'Connell told his audience about Woodall Vogue's actions, and he says, in my estimation, the only reason for this is the creation of a massive, and I mean a massive, he says, ballot harvesting operation ahead of the 2020 presidential election. And he continues to believe that that's what she's doing now. The, uh, the, the McLever Institute in Wisconsin gained access to the emails from Spitzer Rubenstein and Woodall Vog. Okay. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Woodall Vog is defying state law by allowing ballot drop boxes in Milwaukee for the primary. The Wisconsin Supreme Court ruled ballot drop boxes could not be used in next month's election, but Milwaukee is keeping them in place. Why do these people, why are they able to continue to break the law and nobody has the spine, the courage, the ability, the power, or the guts to do anything about it? I don't know. I don't know. But I can't sit here and just complain about Wisconsin because it's happening in Michigan, it's happening in New Hampshire, and it's happening everywhere. This is how deep the state, the deep state goes. This is how deep the swamp is. And when Trump said the deep state will be brought to heel, trust me, we will bring all of these un-American, unpatriotic, constitutional law-breaking losers to heel. Woodall, Voss, all of you, you will all be brought to heel like little ankle-biting chihuahuas because you are nobody When it comes to being an American, you are nobody when it comes to being a patriot and everybody knows who you are now. And we're going to show you just how much of a nobody you really are. Milwaukee election officials said they have found a way to let voters continue to drive up and drop off their ballots by temporarily turning early votes, uh, voting sites into extensions of the election office. Absentee voters won't be able to use 24-hour drop boxes for the April 5th election after the Wisconsin Supreme Court upheld a Waukesha judge's ruling last month for banning them. But Milwaukee officials have found a way to keep the drop boxes as an option for voters. Quote, we will have additional staff with staffed drop boxes for curbside pickup. That's what uh, Woodall Vog said. Drive up drop, box ball- uh, drop boxes will be open on two Saturdays ahead of the April 5th election at nine early voting sites around the city. What allows you to do that? WISN Channel 12 news reporter Kent Wainscott asked. Here was the response. So the judge in Waukesha did say that he believes that we can extend the clerk's office, or in my case, the election commission's office, to our in-person absentee voting site. So here is my suggestion to remedy this, you guys. Here's my suggestion. Hold on, I just want to go over and see if rumble is working yet. It is not. Okay, here's my suggestion to combat this. If nobody's going to do anything about this legally, if no if no attorney, if no district attorney, if nobody's going to sue to make this so it doesn't happen, here's what I suggest for for people in Wisconsin. Find out where these voting drop boxes are and physically have a team go to each one of these. You only need a team of two. Go to each one of these drop boxes when they're open to the public and just sit there and record. Just sit there and record. You don't need to be recording the, drop, the ballot information that people drop off. You don't need to re- be recording anything except for what's in public view in a public area. If you are in a public area that taxpayers pay for, you can stand there as long as you want. If you're in a public area that taxpayers pay for, then you can record anybody you want, both visually and audio. And that is world. That is nationwide. That is nationwide. So remember, folks, you have the power to make sure the fraud doesn't happen. And I guarantee you they're going to soil themselves just like Joe Biden. If they see a team of people coming up to each one of these drop boxes, cameras in hand and saying, oh, we're just here to hold you accountable. Since you're breaking the law, since you're breaking state law, we're just here to hold you accountable. And I want to see how that goes. Maybe, just maybe, if I can, I'll fly out to Wisconsin and we'll go to one. How about that? Either way, you have the ability and the right to film both visual and audio in public, in a public setting that taxpayers pay for. Hold these people accountable if the law is going to let you down. Okay? All right, moving on. Last year. The illegitimate, and I will say this every single time because it's true, the illegitimate resident of the United States of America, Joe Biden, blocked South Dakota and the people of South Dakota and Governor Kristi Noem's request to have fireworks at Mount Rushmore for the 4th of July. That was last year. Now, I believe Christy Nome should have had a little bit more of a spine and ignored the illegitimate resident of the United States because it's her state, regardless of its federal land or not, I would have ignored that and I would have allowed the 4th of July fireworks celebration to go on anyway and I would have dealt with it afterwards. I would have asked for forgiveness rather than permission if I was Christy Noem. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Joe Biden and his illegitimate administration has done the same thing Thing this year. They will no no longer allow South Dakota to have fireworks at Mount Rushmore. No longer. He has denied that request once again. Biden administration blocking 4th of July fireworks at Mount Rushmore for the second year. One of the reasons given is that it might be offensive to local Native American tribes. See what they're trying to do here, folks, is part of destroying America is destroying your traditions. If they can destroy your traditions and they can keep you away from your American pride, patriotic traditions, including your faith tradition of going to church, you see how they're slowly doing the same thing they did with firearms and and, and and gun ownership, they're chipping away not only at your rights, now they're trip, chipping away at your traditions. And Governor Christy Nome, I call on you here on this March 16th year of our Lord, 2022, to ignore this illegitimate rule from an illegitimate regime and allow fireworks to go on there anyway and deal with the aftermath as it comes. That is my suggestion and that's what I call Christy Nome to do. Because if they're saying it might be offensive to local Native American tribes, then that means they're never planning on allowing them ever again. The other reason cited is COVID, except COVID is dead and gone. If you can have State of the Unions with no masks on, if you can have baseball games and celebrations and vacations, then you can have Fourth of July too. Don't cite COVID when you're talking to me, you're such a liar. You guys are so full of crap, it's coming out of your ears, and the American people aren't buying it anymore, and it's time for the American people to stop listening to people we do not have to listen to. We pay them. We give them power. When we say no, no means no, period. The Biden administration is again preventing South Dakota from putting on fireworks display at Mount Rushmore in a decision harshly criticized by Republican Governor Kristi Noem. we'll do something about it then. How about that? Get your attorney general involved and do something about it rather than crying about it. That's what I say. In March 14th letter, the National Park Service informed the South Dakota Department of Tourism that the request for a permit to put the fireworks display was denied. Quote, after careful consideration, the NPS has determined that we are unable to grant your request for this permit to hold a special event this year with fireworks at the memorial. Quote, based on the information provided in the application, we have determined that multiple such criteria are present for the request event, each of which would be independently sufficient to deny the request for a permit. The Park Service said concerns over wildfires and opposition from Native American tribes were the chief factors in its decision along with COVID. The letter stated that fireworks are viewed by multiple tribes as an adverse effect to the traditional culture landscape and cited a tribal cultural survey conducted in May 2021 that found that there was ample opposition from the tribes to the last fireworks display, which took place in 2020. Well, first of all, ladies and gentlemen, as a, as a person from Native American descent, um, Cherokee and quite a lot of it, by the way, nobody stole Native American land. Native American land was conquered by a people, just like land and territory has been conquered by stronger people time and time again since the creation of man. So stop singling out Native American um, destruction and blaming it on white people today and say we stole their land and calling people colonizers. Okay, A group of people were conquered and their land was taken. It sucks. It's terrible. It's probably the worst thing that ever happened in this country outside of slavery, but it happened. Deal with it. Get over it. Today, we are Americans and we celebrate 1776 with fireworks. And if you don't like it, pack your bags, grab your passport, and beat feet. Nobody cares uh, about whatever excuse you have. And damn sure don't blame it on COVID, okay? People are sick and tired about it. Christy Nome, do something about it. Do something about it. Stand up for the people of your state. All right, we're going to move on. Some justice has finally been served today, which is nice to see for a change. A Trump-hating couple who were also staunch supporters of Black Lives Matter, big-time losers, They face a prison sentence of up to 20 years for trying to sell submarine secrets to Brazil. Two stupid treasonous people who tried selling uh, submarine secrets, hated Trump and loved BLM. A disgraced Navy nuclear engineer and his wife are now facing 20 years in prison for trying to sell secrets about American nuclear-powered warships. Approached Brazil before they were caught. Jonathan Toby. T-O-E-B-B-E and his Trump-hating teacher wife, Diana, were arrested for espionage charges in October, and they had a BLM sign in their front yard the day they were arrested. Justice, ladies and gentlemen. The couple is not has not, uh, the couple was not so bright, excuse me, and tried to sell the U.S. submarine secrets to Bolsonaro's Brazil. Bolsonaro was a friend of and supporter of President Donald J. Trump, a disgraced. Navy nuclear engineer might now be facing 20 years in prison for trying to sell these American nuclear-powered warship secrets. The identity of the foreign power had been concealed by federal prosecutors, and it was widely speculated to have been France after investigators revealed the the Tobys had contacted a friendly foreign power rather than an adversary. However, a senior Brazilian official and other familiars with the investigation, have since confirmed Toby approached their government during April 2020. The New York Times reported this yesterday. Analysts alleged that Toby's outreach was an odd choice given then-President Donald J. Trump and President uh, uh, Yair Bolsonaro had strengthened the alliance between the countries. Some argue that uh, the time U.S.-Brazilian relations where at at that time U.S.-Brazilian relations were the closest that they'd been in decades. That set off a month-long undercover operation in which an agent made contact with Toby and agreed to pay $100,000 in cryptocurrency for the information Toby was offering. Toby had already been paid $70,000 before they were caught. So ladies and gentlemen, this is not going to be in. There's no way that CNN or MSDNC or anybody else can spin this. Because the couple already accepted $70,000, and then they went to go accept another $100,000, and then they were arrested. Good riddance to bad rubbish, and it's nice to see once in a while justice actually being served. Amen. Here's some more good news. Last night, Rand Paul's bill to uh, end transportation and airline uh, mask mandates actually passed 57 to 40, 57 to 40, folks. This is great news. Let's go in and read about it. Read about it. Joe Biden's handlers are now threatening to veto the bill. Of course they will, which shows even more how much they hate America and will continue to hurt uh, their uh, the, the, the Democrats and drive Joe, uh, Joe's poll numbers even da- uh, down even further. A joint resolution providing for congressional disapproval under Chapter 8 and Title 5, United States code of the rules submitted by centers for disease control and prevention relating to the requirement for persons to wear masks while on conveyances and transportation hubs that has now been voted down. Um, vote counts, 57 yays, 40 nays with three non voting Democrats who decided with Republicans, um, were, uh, Kelly representative Kelly from Arizona. um, Excuse me, Senator Kelly, Senator Maggie Hassan, Senator Cinema, Senator Joe Manchin, Senator Bennett, Senator Cortez Masto, Senator Rosen, and, um, and even, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Tester MT voted with Republicans on the bill. So the bill will now move forward, but Joe Biden is already threatening to veto it, folks. He wants you to wear masks forever, but a big shout out. To Rand Paul, look ladies and gentlemen, Rand Paul has said and done a lot of stupid things in his life, and so have I. But even people that do and say a lot of stupid things in their life once in a while, do amazing things. So for that, Come on man. <laughs> We did it. We did it, Joe.) <laughs> give the Dum Dum award to joe biden and the Dum Dum award to the 40 people who voted to keep the masks so let's go ahead and throw the Dum Dum award over there now ladies and gentlemen let's bring up the smarty award because we've never i don't think we've ever done this in the same in the same story but let's go ahead and give the smarty award if we can <laughs> marty amore goes all the republicans all the democrats voted with the republicans and rand paul for doing the right thing for america ladies and gentlemen at least we know the good thing about these votes being public is we know where people stand we know where people stand and we also know where dumb rhinos like mitt romney stand as well because mitt romney is also going to be highlighted today because he is the only republican to vote with democrats to force toddlers to continue to wear masks. The Senate Health Education, Labor and Pensions Committee met um, to discuss S-3799, the Prevent Pandemics Act. The contents of the Prevent Pandemics Acts uh, is here. Remarkably, the committee did not include Section a section on banning funding for gain of function research in Chinese laboratories in their bill. Well, how about that? That might come in handy time though. During the hearing, the committee voted on masking little children, continuing to perpetuate child abuse. Children have a very little chance of suffering severe complication from COVID-19 virus and never have. They've never been at risk for it. Masking them is certainly not necessary and the politicians know this. However, Mitt Romney was the only Republican to actually vote for it, to vote for child abuse. Now, we actually have a little video of Mitt Romney doing this. Let's go ahead and play that video.
0: Pass. Sorry. I'll come back.
1: Senator Cassidy. Um. I'm an eye. Senator Murkowski. Senator Murkowski? Aye. Oh. Aye. Senator Braun? Aye, by proxy.
0: Senator Marshall? Aye. Senator Scott? Aye, by
1: proxy. Senator Romney? No. Senator Tuberville? You Aye, by that? proxy. You hear that, Senator, Senator Romney? Senator Moran? No. Aye. The guy is such a loser. I, and, and, and now I understand I understand how Obama beat him. Remember all that time Trump said you caved, you folded like a lawn chair, you folded like a cheap cheap suit in the last few weeks, and that is when Obama beat you? Obama was never going to lose to Mitt Romney because we now know what the Uniparty is. We now know what rhinos are. We didn't really know what they were back then. Now we know. And we know that a good majority of our Republicans have been Democrats, voted with Democrats, and helped Democrats get elected. John McCain, too. Look at that. The two Republicans that lost to Barack Obama ended up being one of his best friends, John McCain and Mom Jeans Mitt Romney. Republican-hating, American-hating, Trump-hating rhinos, and they were the only Republicans that we could put forth to combat a second coming of Barack Hussein Obama? Come on. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. You're starting to see the forest for the trees now. We know what's really going on. Now... Let's go to a senator who's actually been voting with Americans really the last, I don't know, year or so. Joe Biden has had his butt handed to him again by Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia because, folks, the radical nominee, Sarah Bloom Raskin, that Joe Biden nominated has now withdrawn her nomination to a position on the Federal Reserve Board of Governors after a a key Democrat held out and joined with all Senate Republicans to oppose her confirmation so that there was no tie, ladies and gentlemen, and that was Senator Joe Manchin. He announced that he opposed Raskin's confirmation and all Republicans in the evenly split 50-50 Senate held out and they got Joe Manchin to vote with them. Republicans argued that Raskin would use the Fed's regulatory authority to discourage banks from lending to oil and gas companies, which is exactly what they're hoping to do to transition us away from this industry. Democrats as well as many banking executives countered that Raskin's views aren't out of the mainstream and said she simply wants the Fed to consider the risks that climate change poses to banks. You know, the same banks that are giving... Barack Hussein Obama alone for a multi-million dollar mansion right on the coast where sea levels would destroy that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway, we want to give a big shout out to Joe Manchin. God bless you, sir. Way to go. Another, another bullet dodged by the Biden administration. Let me go over to Rumble real quick, folks. I know today is messed up. I know it's not ideal. Rumble still not working. Boy, we're going to let them have it. We are going to let Rumble have it when this show is over. Um, but for everybody who's joining in everywhere else, God bless you and thank you. All right. Want to move on. Yesterday was Equal Pay Day. You know how every day is now something, National This Day, National Ice Cream Day? That's Joe Biden's favorite. But yesterday was Equal Pay Day. There's an interesting story here from the Federalists, specifically from journalist Madeline Osborne, that I thought was interesting enough to talk about today. Okay. Lockdowns made the lockdowns from COVID-19 made the wage gap even worse, not better. And many, many women in this country are actually pretty happy about it. Actually pretty happy about it. Miserable pandemic lockdowns gave women the freedom to be paid less and women are happy about it. Yesterday was equal pay day, an annual reminder from the National Committee of Equal Pay that women earn only 77 cents for every dollar a man earns for the same work. Of course, the wage gap is a feminist lie that fails to account for differences in career choices and the number of hours worked. But this year, thanks to pro-lockdown tyrants, in some sense, it's more real than ever before and many women are feeling very happy about it. The latest Bureau of Labor Statistics jobs report shows that as men continue to regain jobs they lost during the lockdowns, banning them from work, women are not bringing women's labor force participation to a 33-year low. So I want to just stop right there. Under Joe Biden, women's participation in the workforce is at a 33-year low. The dollar is at a 25-year low. Inflation is at a 40-year high. Okay, and our GDP is stagnant, and this is all under Joe Biden. And I could say a thousand other things. So and gas prices at an all time high. Okay, so I don't care what oh, this is Trump's fault. Maybe Trump did something. No, no. no, this is under Joe Biden's watch. So don't ever tell me, ladies and gentlemen, that Joe Biden is for the working class of the women, because he's not. We're at a 33-year 33, a 33 low of women's participation in the workforce. Nearly 2 million women have left the labor force entirely since February 2020. Unfortunately, along with wiping out millions of jobs, the lockdowns are also seeming to wipe out the long-held stigma, a stigmatization of many women's choice to prioritize caregiving over careers for feminists and corporate leftists who will be no doubt bemoan who will no doubt uh be no doubt bemoan the wage gap in their marketing emails today these numbers are bleak democrats see more women focusing full time on their families as a crisis which is why biden hoped to use his american families plan to invest in outsourcing childcare for the sake of sex equality biden's plan will reverse the she session one CNN headline read, when a parent drops out of the workforce, reduces hours, or takes a lower paying job early in their careers, even temporarily, there are lifetime consequences, Biden said, unknowingly admitting the lifelong benefits physically and emotionally for children whose mothers are their primary caregivers. Anyway, long story short, a lot of lip service and the proof is in the pudding, folks. Biden's policies... Biden's administration, and a Democrat-ran country will always spell disaster, destruction, and depression. And there's there's no other nicer way to say it. Democrats cannot be in charge of anything because they screw up everything. There's not a single Democrat who is honored on Mount Rushmore for a reason. Amen? Telling you what, man, these people are absolutely crazy. All right, moving on, folks. We need to talk about this food shortage real quick. Food shortage is, is coming. It's coming. The good news is we know about it, and we can do something about it right now. I really, really, really want you to listen to this portion of the show. If you've not listened to any, of the other, other, any other information, please listen to this one. We know now that food shortages are coming not because of empty shelves, but because of what goes into producing that food. Fertilizer. Who is the number one provider of fertilizer? Russia. Let's get into talking about this, okay? Because this is big news, and a lot of people aren't talking about it. Soaring fertilizer prices as a result of the conflict may mean a food crisis for the world as well. Russia has banned... Some Russian exports, including fertilizers, amid the Western sanctions. Again, these sanctions are gonna hurt nobody but us. Fertilizer prices may be or may also prevent the second largest exporter, the US, from making up global wheat shortfalls. Okay? And this is very important that we can we pay attention to this stuff, folks, because it's not about the Twinkies and the ding dongs that are on the shelf. It's about much more. The war threatens to disrupt production in Ukraine, which is a major exporter of the grains. Russian exports are also expected to be curbed as the package of sanctions imposed on Russia prevent many firms from conducting businesses, business with other countries. Okay? Russia is a major producer of fertilizer, including potash, phosphate, and nitrogen, accounting for, get this folks, nearly 15% of global production. of global production. Production is heavily reliant on natural gas, the cost of which has also climbed as a result of U.S. policy that pushed this war between Russia and Ukraine. Fertilizer prices may also impact the U.S.'s ability to offset the loss of of Russian and Ukrainian exports. U.S. wheat production ranks second in the world after Russia but it's unlikely it can make up the shortfall in lost exports. The U.S. wheat crop has already been planted for the year, while energy and fertilizer prices are proving an obstacle for all U.S. farmers. Mm. Folks, this is not good news for the world. And we need to understand that the rising energy prices is a domino effect that destroys everything. So when you have rising energy prices, it affects the truckers, it affects the trains, it affects the, the, the boats and the cargo ships. Okay? It affects the ability to produce anything that we rely on as a global economy, which is why we say America first, and we should not be relying on another country for anything in this world. We have the resources, and we have the manpower to do it right here in America, folks, and the domino effects are going to be catastrophic to the point where you think things are bad right now, tighten your belt, because it's going to get worse before it gets better. It will get better, but we have the time now to be proactive, Okay. So stock up on necessities now. Stock up on food that won't go bad. Stock up on canned food. Stock up on frozen food. Do whatever you can to it. Hey, it's better to have and not need than need and not have, okay? It's better to have and not need than need and not have. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a portion of the Slurp Fund. We have about $2,000 sitting in the Slurp Fund right now. And I apologize for all those who can't add to that today on Rumble Rants, but we have about $2,000 sitting in the slurp fund as we speak. Look at that. Jennifer just donated $100 on Rumble Rants, and she's not even watching the show. That's dedication. We're going to take money from the slurp fund, and we are going to invest it with patriotfoods.com, and we're going to send people in need that have no ability to get food Uh, that they can save and that they can, you know, put on shelves for when we get to the shortages. And we're going to get and we're going to send people directly from Patriot Foods right to people that need it. So we're going to be talking about that a little bit more throughout the week and who the recipients are. But I think it's necessary, folks. But it's not only the wheat production and stuff coming out of Russia, because now Argentina is halting all soy exports as food protectionism soars so it's not only us that's getting ready for this it's the world the world is getting ready for this okay this is all part of that great reset you keep hearing about you need they need to make the world suffer and transition from industries to other industries in order to take global control so you depend on them for food and everybody's starting to see it argentina is like i said they're halting all soy exports because food protectionism is now a thing So we need to understand it's not only going to be Argentina. It's not only going to be Russia. It's going to be the world. So know this now. Prepare now and keep yourself safe, okay? All right, we gave good news today. We gave bad news today. Let's do some smiling. Let's end the show with some smiling. God wants us to be happy. God wants us to trust in him that everything is going to be okay and I believe God's promise over any politician's promise. Amen. All right. so let's play a couple of videos that I thought were really funny that I wanted to show you today. The first video is going to be of Circleback Psycho Jen Saki. This was sent to us today, and of course, Eli sent this to me to play for you. Check this out. Just funny.
0: Anticipate this, which is, I think, it's rascally now. But that is a direct result <laughs> of,
1: uh, of the invasion of Ukraine and also the- now that was true. That was true. Middle, uh, Little Red Lying hood and her and her uh, and her nose growth like pinocchio. I think that's pretty funny. Now there's one more thing that I wanted to show you today. Remember that I, I the cold open today where I played the video of of Zelensky begging the United States for more of everything, more money, more power, more ammunition, more people, give us everything you've got on the taxpayer dollar, on the taxpayers back. Well, ladies and gentlemen, yesterday he went to the Canadian Parliament and did the same thing, begged. Begged for aid, begged for something, right? Well, today, somebody made a great video about him being in the Canadian Parliament. Now, there's going to be an S-word in this, you know, the, other, the four-letter word for poop. But it's, it's in the context in which Trump says it. So, viewer discretion advised for any kids watching that you don't want to hear the S-word. But I thought this was pretty clever. And at first, I was like, what's going on here? I'll let you be the judge. Here we go. Hold on.
0: And now it is my great privilege to introduce to you all the President of Ukraine, our friend, Volodymyr Zelensky. I would like to thank the Canadian Parliament for the opportunity to address the ongoing situation. The whole world knows Trump won the election. Everyone knows Democrats cheated. And the January 6th committee are all a bunch of losers. Jussie Smollett should have spent more time in jail. Nancy Pelosi looks like Michael Jackson. Joe Biden is not a legitimate president. He shat his pants at the Vatican and he clearly has dementia. Kamala Harris cackles like a hyena and has the IQ of a chimpanzee. Everything woke turns to shit. Let's go, Brandon, and let's make America great again by getting back that big, beautiful White House. And yes, I miss how he said China, too.
1: <laughs> so when somebody, no, so when like somebody sent that last night to me, I was like, okay, all right. here we got some virtue signaling. Oh, here we're going to beg for Canadian help. Yep, uh, Zelensky the hero. And then I heard that and I'm like, wait a minute, what they're saying? And then I realized that it was a joke and then it was edited. But it was funny, right? It made you smile. And that's all I was looking for. I just wanted to make you guys smile. Look, folks, the show should definitely be up on Rumble when this is done. I imagine that Rumble servers are recording this. So if you missed the show, it should be there. If it's not up very soon, then I will actually submit and post the recorded version because I record it myself as well. So I appreciate you guys. God bless you, and I want to end the show uh, showing you a couple things. A lot of people have not seen uh, the new the new gear, the new apparel on jeremyherald.com, so I'm just going to go and highlight one of those uh, shirts for you right now. Here is the first one, and it says, Because of God, I am stronger, blessed, loved, kind, forgiven, saved, better, calm, and joyful. These are women's shirts only. Make sure you guys check those out. And also, MyPillow.com. Receive a free gift using your promo code LFA. You get Mike Lindell's book. If you've already got it, order something again. You get it again, you can give them away for Christmas gifts. Start thinking about Christmas at the end of the year. But look at all the huge sales. If you go to MyPillow.com slash LFA, you get all the Live from America deals right there on the front page. You don't want to miss them. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. I apologize for the issues again today. God bless you. Remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there is only one Yahweh, and that's the way, folks, that we all need to continue to walk to experience joy. No weapon formed against you will ever prosper because you are a child of God. I will see you at 5 p.m. Make sure that you go about your day spreading the gospel, keeping a smile on your face, and keeping your fam- family and friends close. God bless. See you at 5. See you later. Rebirth of America Been a long time coming and we all learned something that we won't ever give it up Long as I'm bleeding, I to never stop screaming that we first in America